Okay. Hello, today we have Dr. Tavor with us, and she is an international speaker with the lasting purpose of transforming lives to expressing their optimal potential. She's been a chiropractor in Miami and a practice she founded in 2000 with the main objective to help raise happy, unmedicated families. She developed a program called the Get Naked series in 2014 to educate and facilitate the clearing of emotional subluxations that get in the way of thriving in life. Dr. Tavor is also the Vice President of the Cairo Mission and has been serving and facilitating trips to help the less fortunate for the last 10 years. Her biggest accomplishment in life is being the mother of her two amazing teenagers and prides herself on living a well-balanced life, family life while reaching a higher, for a higher standard of being welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> So welcome. You're so welcome. I kind of just want to share because you, um, as a powerful female chiropractor who own your own business in Miami and you have several other accolades, will you just kind of start, um, our audience today is mainly women, entrepreneurs, majority are chiropractors, but with your own story, um, for especially those that maybe feel it's not possible. Yeah. Well, um, I remember being there, you know, I remember being so young. I had just come here from, uh, from Venezuela when I was 14. I didn't know a word of English and I remember being thrown into high school and I didn't even know how to say, where's the bathroom in English? You know, I didn't know how to say chair, you know, I remember my parents just writing in my, my mom writing in my notebook. I do not understand. That was the only sentence I was supposed to say to everybody. So as an immigrant at 14, not knowing the language, I would have never thought in my wildest dreams that I would have done everything that I have uh, set out to do <laughs> and bump myself many, many times in the road in the process of making it happen. However, I think it just, it all starts with, with your why, right? Why do you do things? I'm finding your purpose in life. And when you do, then it doesn't matter how big the mountain looks, you will take the steps that you need to take in order to get there or to jump. Because I don't feel that it's anything about getting there is about enjoying the ride as you go and keep developing and keep finding your true joy, your true purpose, how you're going to be a blessing to others, a blessing to yourself. And that is part of the journey. So all the things that you set yourself up to do, whether they look huge right now and they say, oh my God, how am I going to have a family and have a practice and have something on the side and have time for myself and travel and enjoy, uh, my girlfriends and my husband and family life. Yes, you can do it because we all have the same 24 hours. It's just a not letting the tolerations and the distractions get to you. So you only focus on what really is your purpose and your why. You're the reason why you're here and everything will just fall into place and you'll eventually make time for it. Is it going to be perfect? Probably not. But uh, it is part of what makes us colorful and what makes us unique. How do you start your days? Do you typically, are you a scheduler where you schedule out your days, your weeks, your months, your years? Do you um, go with plan? Are you more by the seat of your pants? <laughs> <laughs> that is, um, hmm, that's, a, that's a wonderful question. And I'm going to tell you that I used to be a plan out kind of a girl. 
I used to plan my days, my months, my years. I used to have a five-year, 10-year plan. I knew what I was going to do, be doing in March. I knew what I was going to be doing in September. I knew when the vacations were going to be. I knew everything before. Like I used to make my goals in October for the next year. So I've always been a goal-oriented person and a planner. However, I'm going to be really blunt and really honest with you because why not? I'm too old to lie. So, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that after my second divorce, I, I literally stopped planning. I, I think there were like two years that I did not plan anything. I just said, do you know what? I'm going to do what feels right at the moment that it feels right. Uh, too many plans did not go, come through. So I I think I needed to take that pause on my life and it was the healthiest thing I ever done because that took so much stress from my plate. It took a lot of disappointment from my plate. I started loving every day as it was, loving the present. Uh, I've always been spontaneous. I cannot say that that was one thing that I gained from that, but it just helped me to uh, chunk it all down, to remove so much that I only did exactly what I wanted to do at that moment. <laughs> I wouldn't say yes so easily. I would just, you know, say, huh, maybe I feel like it. And I, I did a lot of spirit of the moment things. However, I started little by little, that planning girl came back. <laughs> and I do do some planning, not as much as I used to. I still keep a journal daily. I still plan out my business plans at least every two quarters in advance. Um, I still do some planning for my family when it comes to when we're going to do vacations, when we're going to do, you know, I am divorced. So you have to do some planning in that sense, but I'm not as much as I used to. I really don't think there is a right answer. I think uh, it is whatever feels right for you. And some people get used to get really overwhelmed to see me plan the way I used to plan. <laughs> I used to get overwhelmed, but actually it gave me peace just to plan my life out like that. But then it started not giving me peace. So I feel that you change as you go and it's okay. There's no right answer. It's whatever feels right for you. And as long as you're staying true to your values, your core, your purpose, hey, do what it feels right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's wonderful. What about as far as self-development over the years, what have you discovered for you? Um, reading books? podcasts, going to seminars, a mix of everything. What keeps your head in the game chiropractic, but in the game of just being an entrepreneur? Wow. I think that's one of my, um, my biggest things. Obviously I used to, uh, when I, on my planning days, I used to be a seminar junkie. <laughs> I used to just love going to seminars, self-help. You told me there was a three-day retreat. I'm there, you know? I'm like, oh my God, I have to leave my phone and I just have to go deep and ask the hard questions. Please sign me up. <laughs> so I've always, I've always loved that kind of challenge onto myself and I love self-help. I find it one thing that I do now because I, I'm not making as much time to read. I used to read a book a month, always surrounded by books, surrounded nowadays. Audible is so great. I have this great app, uh, which is called Optimize. I highly recommend it. It's a guy named Brian Johnson. I hear all those tidbits and I feel that every chance you get, you need to put good stuff in your head because it's so easy to put the bad stuff. 
It's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to get a force. It's so easy to have a bad moment and let that bad moment get to you. I know it. I've had, I'm not going to be, I developed a naked series because I was in a very abusive relationship and I had depression and I had very dark moments, something that I had, I wasn't, because I was been a happy-go-lucky girl, I wasn't uh, used to and I wasn't familiar with. So I had to do a lot of self-development because of what I went through. And I understand that everybody, including me, can have bad moments. And we need that kind of podcast, that kind of reading, that kind of a connection to the good source in order to get out of those bad moments faster and to just learn the lesson and keep on going. Because it's, it's, it's silly to believe that you're, you're always going to be happy. That I, I believe that that is just, that's telling ourselves lies again. You know, you're going to have bad moments and, and it's okay. It's part of the journey by being well connected to something positive, whether it is you have a mastermind with great chiropractors, uh, great girlfriends, uh, having always something good to hear in your ear on your off time when you're, I do it when I'm grocery shopping. Uh, I do it in the car. I try to uh, go to bed with something positive in my mind. I don't do the news. I haven't done news in so long. I don't even know. I don't do TV. You know, I do some shows once in a while, movies, why not? But I don't do TV and I don't do anything that just bombards me with negativity. Sometimes I'm looking at my thread on Facebook and I can get on a tantra, on a, you know, on a tandem. So that's why we need the positive stuff in our lives to just get us back to center. Amen. Truth. Tell me about your Get Naked series. And um, you started in 2014 to facilitate the clearing of emotional subluxation. What brought that about? Hmm. Again, um, it's, not, it's hard for me to admit, but I was in a very uh, toxic relationship myself, even when I developed Get Naked series. And I actually developed Ganeke series as my own life, <laughs> how do you call it? the life, you know, the, the lifeboat. It was like my own safe, the, my way of getting out. It was my way of surviving it, my way of breathing through it. I actually was married to him still when I developed Ganeke series. And it was all the tools that helped me to get through the day. It was all the tools that helped me to stay sane and do all the things that I still wanted to do. And I decided to do, I, I was doing so much work on myself that was getting me healthy in the middle of my storm that I decided this is something that so many people can benefit from. If it helped me, somebody that I never thought would be in a relationship like that because I've always been very strong-willed, strong-minded, very dominant, a businesswoman my whole life. And if it happened to me, I'm sure it could have happened to many others. And so many of my patients throughout the years, I see they are stuck on their stories. They're stuck on their victim stories. They blame everything on anything and everything. You know, the weather, the news, the country, the president, the whatever. And they stop loving themselves, realizing why they're here, their true values and purpose. They hang on to a lot of baggage that you don't need, a lot of resentment, they don't see the blessings and everything that happens to us. So I created Get Naked Series as my own lifeline and as to help so many people, especially women, to see the true gift in everything that has happened and to see how they can use everything that has happened 
to create the life they deserve, but they have to be willing to let go of it. And that's why it's called Get Naked, because you have to release. Nobody's getting naked in the seminar, even though I love being naked. Hey, that's me, but <laughs> probably that's why I named it that way. I hate clothes. But, um, but no, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with an emotional release. So it's, you cannot uh, fill up a closet if you don't take up all the clothes you don't longer wear. So we tend to add on and add on without really sitting down and seeing everything that is already there. How is that serving us? What has brought to our lives? Are we willing to release it already? Are we okay with that? And that's fine, you know, but we have to take the time because nobody's going to take it for us. So can make it serious. It's just that it's personal work. It's personal work to release and create the life you want and accept because you can accept and love yourself for who you are, where you are before you can change anything because you're going to love it and accept it before you release it. And then after you release it, then you can start adding the positive things, the affirmations, the vision board, the goals, all that. You cannot start drawing on a messy canvas. You got to clean up first. So that's what getting serious is all about. <laughs> what would you find? What are typically the women that you attract to you as a strong, powerful, um, probably more dominant woman yourself? Um, especially for the women who are also powerful, they're the ones that sometimes will tend to hide it and not want to share with others our weaknesses and our emotions. And we just tuck it away and we push through. What's your message to those ladies? So what I have found doing this, uh, this Kenika series and what I have found being in practice as long and doing the mission trips and meeting so many people from all kinds of levels in life and a lot of successful people too, a lot of strong women I've met. So what I found is that we are all more alike than we are different. We are so alike. I mean, what you think, there's so many people and we are all struggling with the same things. And sometimes um, we don't want to be, it's hard to be vulnerable and to open yourself up. And obviously I've learned it because life has hit me hard. So I learned to be vulnerable and to, woof, you know, just to, I used to think I knew it all. <laughs> now I'm like, God, I'm just, you know, I surrender and I'm, I'm willing to learn whatever it is you're going to teach me. So I'm very open. But what I found with ladies that are very successful and very strong, that it's hard for them to even admit it, that we have. Uh, doubts sometimes that we have, you know, that we don't treat ourselves as, as great as we treat others. Um, there's so many, but we are all alike. And when you open up in a safe environment, okay, where there's no judgment, where nobody is uh, pushing you or there's no envy because uh, that I feel that, that there's a lot of that in, in chiropractic. There's a lot of lot that in women, uh, I don't feel men judge us as bad as we judge each other. And, and, and it's time for us to take off those masks and realize we're all in this together. And the more I get to know people and try to help them or they help me because we're always either learning or teaching, right? So I learn a lot from people too. When they open up, I'm like, ooh, there's plenty for me to learn at every encounter. What I found is that when we, are, when we feel safe, then we can show our true colors and we all really want the same thing. 
everybody wants the same thing. We want to feel that we matter. We want to feel connected. We want to feel that we're making a difference in whatever it is that we choose to do. So women or men or mothers or not, or chiropractors, whatever it is, I feel we all want the same thing. And when we open ourselves and are honest, and you see your own light that is different than the person next to you's light, then we can all shine together. But um, it's just removing that, removing that, becoming vulnerable so you can build from a more unique, authentic place. Absolutely. You have a series coming up in April, don't you? Yeah, yeah. This is a, I'm, I'm doing a workshop. I'm developing it in a two-day event, but still it's a one-day. And it's a one-day that needs to, you know, it's no cell phone kind of a thing. You come in and you're willing to work and there's a, you know, privacy law that we sign and we just get to work. And sometimes it can take longer than others because we open up. I make it really small. I never made it more than 20 people because we are doing this hard exercises. I'm really just fighting you. Most, some of the exercises I took from other uh, leaders in the profession that I borrowed from because there's so much, we just, I just kind of put it together and I developed some exercises myself, of course. And uh, we just, we do it. And I do it every single time I take it, I find something more about me. I'm willing to let go at that time. I am still purging from that divorce, which I'm very grateful, my ex-husband. Hmm. So I'm very grateful for everything that he taught me and the university of life. And sometimes it takes for us to go through the bad stuff. So I'm no longer scared of the bad stuff. It's kind of weird because when you have gone through it, don't, don't, you know, don't punish yourself. Just know, Oh my God, if I got through that, I'm going to get through anything. And, uh, and that just gives you hope, which I think is so powerful to know that you can get up and just dust yourself up because I failed a lot, a lot. A lot, Jennifer, honestly, more than I can, more than people know, more than people can imagine, I felt. And it's okay. <laughs> it's totally okay. You know, it's my journey. I'm not ashamed of it. I, I, it has helped me. It has helped me help others. It has helped me to constantly keep helping myself. And whenever I feel down and say, hey, girl, you went through that. So, hey, it's a cake. Let's go through anything, you know. So when it comes to business and when it comes to ventures, I'm, I'm not very afraid. Um, probably I should have uh, prepared more <laughs> before some of the failures I've done in my life and getting in front of 500 people and just, you know, not saying the right stuff. But um, hey, that was my journey and everybody has it. And as women, as characters, as mothers, as entrepreneurs, uh, we should be helping each other, pushing each other, uh, because life can get us down so easily. And, you know, a sentence, uh, a comment, something can get you down. And if you let it, letting your, your light dim, not letting your music express itself, and uh, that, that is the biggest sin in my book so thank you now you're also the vice president of chiro mission yes Share, you know as far as chiropractors who've never been on a mission trip what it can do for a chiropractor even just kind of getting them back on purpose and back on mission but 
you've been with this group for 10 years and what has this, you know, it obviously pulls at your heart with everything else you have well, to, to be a vice president. <clears throat> Caravision is, 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 is such a part of me. Uh, I was 10 years in practice and it was on my bucket list to do a mission trip. So... I decided to take the, this, make the decision and do my first mission trip. And can you hear me? Did yeah. I froze? <laughs> you can hear me. Okay, so I went on my first mission trip, and this was, um, yeah, 10 years ago. Uh, obviously, I was, again, comfortable in practice, 10 years out in practice. It was just on my bucket list to do. Why not? And I did it, and it opened my eyes up to such a different reality that I kind of have forgotten about of when I got into chiropractic. And it was so pure. And I always say I got my twinkle back in that first trip. And I just, I just had to. I, I remember coming out, and I was like, wow, this was the most mind-blowing. And I spoke the language, so I didn't have even as great as an opportunity as the other people that didn't speak it, that were able to see chiropractic in its purest form, without the talking, without all these extra things. Chiropractic can be so pure and so beautiful, and it always delivers whether you want it or not. So um, that's the beauty of chiropractic, and you get to see that on a mission trip, and you get to see how... Uh, we are all alike and everybody in every class type, every country, they want the connection. They want to be loved just like we do. And you get to do that on mission trips. And so it changed my life. Nonetheless, the guys that were running it this, um, asked me to be part of their organization. And I was like, no, I don't have time for that. I run a practice. I have two small children. I don't have time for nonprofit work. Are you kidding? <laughs> Who can add more things on my plate? And um, I never forget, I think it was that Patrick and Tempo that was coming on the next trip and they needed a translator. So they said, do you want to hang out with Patrick and Tempo for three days and translate for him? I was like, I'm there. So that was it. <laughs> they wiped me with Dr. Gentempo. So uh, I got to hang out with him and he, he, he's awesome. He's one of my idols in chiropractic. And, and I, we got to give, um, I got to translate for him and I had a couple presentations at hospitals and it was just so terrific. So I have been so blessed to meet so many awesome people. And when I say awesome, I mean leaders in our professions that I look up to and I had looked up to since I was in chiropractic school to just amazing students that are at this chiropractic schools, to wonderful volunteers, to even MDs that have gone on their trips and massage therapists and children that have removed their brand new shoes to give it to a kid that doesn't have shoes. So I've seen so many miracles throughout the 10 years. And yes, it's a lot of work because it's nonprofit. We do not get paid for it. And, uh, but just knowing that it is part of my mission to facilitate that spark in the light of others. And that I do the mission trips for that matter because I facilitate the trips for all these people that go and they change their light to change when they come back home. Then all the people, we get all the millions of people that we have touched and uh, they get to, we get to spark their light through one adjustment or one hug or one pair of shoes or one house or one grocery bag is so simple. When you give, you always get back. So actually giving and mission work is kind of selfish. And I know this is gonna rub some people the wrong way, but try it. Go on a mission trip, 
come on our mission trips or go anywhere and give something. You get so much back if received well. And it's just the biggest thing you can, you can do for yourself and others is to just, if you feel burned out in practice, if you feel that you don't know why you're doing it, the paperwork is getting to you, insurance companies are getting to you, hey, I've been there. Okay, so I am I'm speaking from experience in everything I say. So if you feel that way, just get out of your practice and go do something kind for somebody else. Uh, go and, and work at the Y for free, you know, do something. I had one of, uh, I saw Crystal Burnett. She's been on our mission trips many, many times. And she just last Saturday did services for free in her office as part of her mission in her own town. And it's beautiful. And I, I, I see so many uh, past power missionaries doing amazing things. So I recommend that you go on a mission trip if you've never gone. Uh, we have a lot of people that keep coming back to our trips because, uh, because we're family. And uh, sometimes I want to run away, but it's just like family. You just got to love and accept them for what they are and do what it needs to be done. And, and you know that it's for a bigger purpose. And that's why I'm, I'm such a missionary at heart. And I love Carol Mission because it's part of me. It's part of me. And it gave me chiropractic back. So I love it for that reason. And honestly, it's what sometimes gets me through the paperwork. Because the paperwork can be hard. So I'm moving towards a cash practice because I can't. <laughs> this is just crazy. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's my mission work. And like I, I was doing a live the other day, I think everything I do has the same, has the same goal in mind. You know, I love being a public speaker because I want to spark the light in the people that are listening. I love being a chiropractor because I want to spark the light on those patients that are allowing me to turn their power on to enhance their power in them i love being a missionary because i'm facilitating these trips for people to change their lives for the better and i'm facilitating this service for so many people that need it and cannot afford it i love doing it naked serious for the same reason to just spark that light that people have dimmed it with so much stuff they put on their plate and so many resentments and lack of self-love and purpose that people don't even realize that routine can do to you. And if you just let the distractions get to you, you will lose your life being sad and depressed and, and, and pissed off. And that's just not the way to live. So only one purpose, you know, all my hats. This, it looks like a lot, but it's not. And I love being a mother for the same thing. I just hopefully trying to create the best humans I can so I can kick them out into the world and they can do something good for this world. <laughs> That's what I told my children. I said, you better become good humans because I'm kicking you out and you better make a difference. So, <laughs> What have your children taught you? Oh, wow. Um, they taught me that I don't know anything. <laughs> constantly remind me that I don't know how to speak English <laughs> and uh, I pretty much don't know what I'm saying and they keep me humble they keep me uh, knowing unconditional love and they keep reminding me that the biggest lesson I taught them is that experiences are so much better than things so they remind me that constantly it's like a thing we have in my family that they have to make me uh, like personalized cars and gifts 
gifts and they are 14 and 16 so they think this is but they they're with the program already so they just do it and um, and they every single card has to say something different so they get creative <laughs> and my son gave me the best christmas present I ever had in my whole life this past christmas and he contacted my close friends and family and he asked them to say something positive about me and in between every message, he said something that he, something about me and what I have taught him and how I inspire him and how he loves to be my son and how I, again, I, everything that I taught them is that life is all about expressing your full joy fully as much as you can. And just, it's not about things, it's about experiences and making a difference in others. So that lets me know I could have died right then and there. And I'm like, job well done i am is the best person i could ever say but they constantly teach me that i need to stay humble and that i i just need to focus on what's right in front of me and don't let anything get to me and steal that moment that i'm sharing um they teach me to stay current because mom is you know getting old uh they they teach me about fun. They teach me, they teach me what truly matters, honestly. I always tell them, you kids are my best teachers. So that was a perfect question to ask me because they constantly teach me. They, I put them through two divorces and they are extremely emotionally strong children. They're my backbone as much as I'm theirs. And even my daughter, who's a 16-year-old, she keeps me strong. Um, she just, she's a non-nonsense kind of girl, you know, and she keeps me strong and she reminds me if I get distracted, what truly matters in life. So yeah, they keep me real and they teach me more than any other guru in the world. <laughs> so they constantly teach me and uh, I guess it, it is indeed like I like you read it on that short biography that it is my biggest accomplishment. I know I'm done I done something good and I know God loves me every time I see them. So, yeah. That's so huge. Yeah. Well, I think I know, cause there seems to be a general theme with you, but if you were to take and um, say three things that you could give to future entrepreneurs or future women today and just choose three things that you would um, share with them, advice or wisdom, um, Again, to end this podcast today, what would that be? <clears throat> I think the one thing that I would, um, you said three things. Okay, one of them for sure, I would tell them, I would give them this exercise, which I learned from Louise Hay years ago. I would tell them every morning, no matter what's happening, no matter how you feel, you're going to face the mirror and you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, Good morning, so and so. Good morning, Aura. I love and appreciate you just as you are. I forgive you for drinking that whole bottle of wine last night or eating that cheesecake. Whatever it is you want to forgive yourself for, there's always something that you have for going to bed late, something stupid that we might punish ourselves for. Let's have a great day. So it's that connection that you have in which you love and accept you forgive and let go and you wish for the perfect day. 
I feel that that is the most powerful exercise I do every morning. And again, no matter what's happening, before I touch that phone, before I touch, I connect with God and I connect with the mirror. The rest comes after. So I think that would be one. I will give these ladies or everybody that's listening a mirror. <laughs> because you cannot face the world if you haven't faced yourself. And you cannot give and preach love when you're not giving it to yourself. You cannot preach to take care of, you need to take care of your health when you're not doing it yourself. You got to face your truth first, then the rest. But that I think is the most important. Let's see, what would I do? I think I would give them the book, The Power of Now. I feel it's one of those books that I have reread too many times. And it just keeps you present on what it is that you're doing. And the exercise from Eckhart Tolle, in which you're just washing your hands and feeling the water under your hands and feeling the soap and just focusing on how those hands are going to let you get through that day and how many people you're going to touch and how your skin feels, how alive we are, how uh, the blood is running, the energy is flowing, and we are all connected to the divine when we stay open and present. So I think that would be number two. Hmm. Well, number three B, <laughs> I have so many gifts I would like to give. Um, let me see what it would be. I think it would be the mirror. It would be the present book. And I think I will give everybody a girlfriend. I feel that you need somebody to talk to. Everybody should have that person, whether it is your partner, your husband, your child, your best friend, your coach, whatever it is, it is important to have a person. We in this life need to be connected. We say we are connected through social media, but we're not, we're lying. So we need to connect to one another. And I mean, somebody you can talk to, somebody you can sit with and it will hear your voice even if you're not talking. You need somebody. So I think those are the gifts I will give. I will give a mirror. I will give the power now. And I will give everybody a person they can count on. And that can keep them centered and can remind them that we are all love and we are pure. And no matter what we have done or not done, we're worthy of love. We're worthy of being cared for. We're worthy of having a person. So it doesn't need to be, as you can know, I'm being divorced twice, so it doesn't need to be a romantic partner. Uh, it could be, like I said, a girlfriend or your mom or your child or your boyfriend, whomever. It doesn't matter, but at least one person. If you have more than one, please, that's awesome. You're rich. You're very rich. <laughs> but you need to have at least one. So I'm sure these are the weirdest gifts you have ever heard anybody say, but you, you took me by surprise. And those are the three things I guess I value so much. So, so yeah, those connections, I feel it's all about connections, I guess. Is, um, and that's what we're here for. We're here to connect. And I love this kind of podcast because it's a way of connecting to people that I don't even know. So forgive me if I offended you in anything I said. I didn't mean to. But uh, we're here. We're here to connect and, and bless each other with our light and push each other forward. And then the rest will come. Happiness, money, whatever it is that you're seeking for but you have to connect with your why first so everything else can just add on from there. Absolutely. 
Will you please tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you if they want to, or if they want to get do your Get Naked series or the Cairo Mission? Like, this is your opportunity to have the floor, my lady. Oh, look, I get to do an ad. Um, okay, I, I would love to have you on our next mission trip. I know we have one this week, actually, but in September, we're going to Haiti and the DR. You can get all the information at caromission.com, caromission, without the S, dot com. And uh, also for my Get Naked series, it's getnakedseries.com. You can message me there. The event I'm having April 14 is here in my office in Miami. I'm also speaking in Vegas with Port Caro Sushi. And I'm, I should be having after the summer a two-day event that I am planning. So look forward to that. Or you can just reach me out on Facebook, Aura Tovar, A-U-R-A-T-O-V-A-R. Reach me, friend me, message me. I love to chat. I love to get to know you. If I can help you in your journey, whether it is in chiropractic, in your office, you can look at my office, also dynamicchiropracticcenter.net.us in Miami. Come visit me. I love to have people just come watch, hang out. I learn from you. You learn from me. It's all about connecting and helping each other grow. So hopefully you can come in one of our mission trips or come check out Get Naked Series. Uh, sign up to my channel. I would love to uh, interact with you in the future. And thank you for having me, Jennifer. This was lots of fun, actually. Oh, it was so much fun. I love you so much. And thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. You too. Ciao. Bye.